In a recent episode, we talked through designing a decent survey, but of course, that's only one part of the bigger picture. Should we offer an incentive to our potential survey respondents to get more of them to complete our survey? If we were to offer an incentive, what should it be? Let's dive in and see what the research says about this. There's actually been a bit of recent research on this. Uh, when we did a quick search looking for uh, journal articles to see what had been published, a few studies popped up and specifically ones focused on the farming community. Uh, one study we found looked across three different surveys uh, sent to agricultural producers in South Dakota in 2018 and 2019. The researchers tried a few different approaches in one survey, they randomly sent half the survey respondents a $2 note with the survey. In another, they followed up with two email reminders, as well as experimenting with whether to have an official logo on the contact material. In the third survey, they randomly selected half the recipients to receive both an emailed and mailed survey. So some farmers would have received both a hard copy and an electronic version. Uh, the other half of the respondents received the mail survey and email at different times. What did they find? Well, only the $2 note actually resulted in a significantly different response rate. Wow, isn't that interesting, Denise? And of course, here in Australia, we don't even have $2 notes anymore. We think this is fascinating. In a similar recent study, other researchers in the US carried out just the experiment of mailing $2 with a survey. This was a survey of farmers in the Midwest region. They set this up by mailing out a letter in advance, followed by the mail survey, a reminder postcard, a second mail survey, and finally, a third survey with a postcard. Respondents also had the option to complete it online. They randomly included a $2 note in half of the surveys. <laughs> and what did they find? When they crunched the numbers, they found that those who received the money were significantly more likely to have completed the survey. You can read the details in the paper by Glass & Co, which we've added in the show notes. $2 notes popular, John. <laughs> um, the other recent paper we found on this topic highlighted the decline in response rates of agricultural and rural surveys. A Norwegian group of researchers quoted a decline of nearly 1% for each year from 1971 to 2017. No one's quite sure why, but it does start ringing alarm bells for those of us who rely on responses to surveys for our work. These researchers always also point out the bias that could creep into our results because of this decline, and they spend some time exploring this. We aren't going to focus on response bias today, but if you're interested in that detail, have a read of the paper titled, Should We Use Email for Farm Surveys? Uh, when we've listed it in the show notes for you. Those authors weren't so focused on incentives, but what they did was to follow their standard practice of sending out mail-based surveys to one group. Simultaneously, they also sent out the same number of surveys by email with an online survey link to a different group. When they received the surveys back, they compared response rates and there was quite a difference. The response rate for the mail survey was 41%, but the email survey was only 21%. They conclude that it's worth continuing with mail surveys for the foreseeable future, 
given that they would have to send out more and more emails to get a sufficient number of responses. So, so far we can conclude that monetary incentives can be effective and a mail survey will yield a higher response rate, at least for farmers. So what about non-monetary incentives? Well, we're glad you asked because there's a study that investigated the impact of providing chocolate. Yes, chocolate, as an addition to a mail survey. A New Zealand researcher in 2010 went to the trouble of doing this. So cool. Unfortunately, the results indicate that providing chocolate did not impact response rates. I guess that means there's more chocolate for the researchers, John, when they're analysing the survey results. Oh, Denise, that's hard to believe. Perhaps we need to replicate that research ourselves. Folks, the final bit of research we want to highlight was done back in 2002. Again, US-based researchers experimented with farmers, trying a range of different methods to understand the response rates they received. They highlighted a couple of key points. Firstly, there are good times and bad times to send surveys to farmers. If it's that time of year when farmers are particularly busy, it really doesn't matter what you try to do to increase survey response rates as responding to a survey just isn't high on their priority list. Secondly, they found that farmers were only willing to spend a short time filling out a survey. About 10 minutes was the limit. Interestingly, they also explored monetary incentives and found that $15 was the sweet spot for influencing response rates. Now, you may have noticed that we've focused on research that involve farmers. There's a huge amount of literature exploring incentives and surveys, but we wanted to start with some that were particularly relevant to enablers of change. Hopefully, we've covered some um, useful ideas in this episode. Uh, we've highlighted that monetary incentives do help increase response rates but that there are limits to this if our survey gets too long. Yes, that's right, Denise. So folks, you've heard our thoughts. Now we'd like to hear yours. Add a comment below the blog post and tell us about your experiences with surveys and getting good response rates, including any tips and further ideas about it. We don't want this just to be a one-way conversation. Join in by sharing your thoughts and ideas with us. Thanks, folks, for joining us on this Enablers of Change episode. Remember to subscribe to our newsletter if you'd like to know when new episodes are available. And if you liked what you heard, then please tell your friends so they too can join in the conversation. All the best until we meet again.